Grupo greetings, everybody. My name is Alex Flores. And I'm Meredith Frigo. And you're listening to Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet. And as lucky you tuned in because we're talking about sexual health, pure romance, and we have a special guest today. So stay tuned. talking about sex yes so that's something you're not comfortable with or if you have little ears in the car and you have this plane in your car yeah. now it's time to turn it off yes. listen to this later yay so <laughs> today we are so grateful today we have a very special guest with us today her name is tony tucker Alrighty, guys my name is tony as you'll know uh, thank you so much for having me today yes. um, i'm here to discuss some sexual health uh, for everyone, I am a pure romance consultant, so I go into uh, ladies' homes. They have parties with their fellow ladies, uh, talking about sex, talking about health-related sex issues, uh, bedroom issues, anything that you don't feel like you could be comfortable enough to talk about in front of your parents. You can talk with me sure. and with your fellow girls. Um, and if you don't want to talk about it out loud with everyone else, we have private shopping rooms where we go in on one-on-one and Aww, discuss everything. That's very that considerate. That is cool. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, not everyone wants to know how many dildos you're going to buy so right <laughs> they're like 12 is a little much yes yeah. you know yeah. however much booty ease you need I'm not gonna judge you <laughs> <laughs> so um okay so first off how we usually introduce this podcast is we talk about what we are drinking so it's Alex tea time. yes it's tea time <laughs> Alex, what are you drinking? We are having a very special occasional type of tea. Yes. It is an occasional tea as well because we yeah, it's for a certain say. occasion. <laughs> this is called Passion. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't really know how to pronounce the brand. If you want Tazo to or Tazo. T-A-Z-O. T-A-Z-O. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's it's a <laughs> smells delicious. I actually haven't it's tried really it yet. It's really incredible, actually. Yeah. It makes I'm really jealous. Awesome. I wish I could have gotten some of that tea because I'm like, man, <laughs> I did not get special tea for this. I just got an arm palmer, but it's all right. It's sweet, That's delicious fun. as well. And yours is from water still. Yes. They have the best uh, sweet tea and lemonade ever. Mm. My husband always gets raspberry with Ooh. his lemonade. Raspberry tea with lemonade, and it's also very good. I bet. Mm-hmm. I love raspberry. I like fruity teas, though. Yeah, I can I sense that from you. Yes. You're so very excited about the color of the tea. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's like this beautiful pinky It's so pretty. Color. Okay, so, okay. Tazo Passion. It says that it's an exuberant herbal infusion of hibiscus, orange peel, rose hemp, and passion fruit flavors. Which I thought was very sensual sounding, so I thought this is a good tea for this episode. It's very good tea. Anything with passion in it. If it's yes. labeled passion, you know. It is the one to use. <laughs> yeah, we like that. I'm into it. It smells good. I'm actually going to try some right now. Do you know what I'm here for? Oh my god. It. Okay, so we have our drinks. You should grab your drink. Everybody should grab a drink. Whatever Listeners. you want. Listeners. Speoples of the world. Speeple. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, now we're going to talk about sex and sexual health specifically. I'm so excited for this episode. I have been I know so you excited are. for this for a really, really long time. Now, Tony, my dear, we have actually talked about you on the show. We've gone over sexual health and things of that nature before, but we wanted to have a specialist. So whenever you had originally told me that you would be interested in coming on the show, I was so ready. <laughs> like, I was so excited. He was so here for it. I am well, so Well, I'm very excited it. that I am your fellow sexpert. <laughs> um, I will try my best, of course. Uh, I am... Uh, trying to learn as much as I can and every party you go to you learn something different mm. and that's the blessing about being in a field about sex is everything is going to change and you're going to run into people that have an issue that you haven't heard of before mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean that other people haven't heard about it mm-hmm. you know uh, you can talk to the sisterhood that I have so when you're with Pure Romance um, you have a downline team because it's a multi-level marketing scheme of course mm-hmm. uh, but it's all about sisterhood you know, we aim to educate, empower, and entertain women. I love so, that. I know. And it's so great to have such a exuberant amount of women that are wanting to partake in this. Yeah. Because everyone as a whole, when you think about sex toys and sex 
in period, they're like, oh no, let's not do that. And anytime that you're... Hush, at, hush about it, darling. And any of the commercials that you see too... We don't have vaginas. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Naughty. Those are privates. Yes. Uh, but any kind of commercial that you see too that's advertising... Um, it's almost like hush, hush. Toys. And they have yeah. pictures of women with the fingers in front of their mouths portraying mm, that shh noise. Yeah. You know, like, hey, you don't talk about this, but why not? Yeah. I mean, sex is fun. Everyone has sex. Yeah. I mean, of course, I have some people that are, some friends that are virgins, but that doesn't mean that they don't have fun with themselves. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah. I mean, everyone needs to be able to experience something like that and be comfortable talking about it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, some people just don't have that ability and have those individuals next to them that they can talk to about that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, because some people, they don't have their parents that they're comfortable talking about it with. They don't have certain friends due to either religious beliefs or non-religious beliefs. They don't talk about that stuff. But yeah. today I'm hoping that we can talk about a lot of things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, vagina stuff and butt stuff. Why not? <laughs> Why not talk about all of those things? I'm things. so here for it. <laughs> like, like, I'm ready. I think that that's a really great message, though, for like... Uh, because it is so hush hush and people it's very taboo it's almost like people are ashamed yeah and I don't like that I feel like it's a good thing to have a message that's that you send out to women and to other people it's Mm -hmm. very empowering and very much um something that you obviously feel very passionate about Mm -hmm. um and I think that's a good thing I think that's really cool that there's a company out there pure romance Uh, Okay. I was making sure I was had the right (laughs) company before I moved on (laughs) pure romance um I think that's a great message that they send, mm-hmm. which is super cool. I also think that it's been so involved with like, I, I think that women more so coming up through the years have turned it from this thing that's very alluring, very mysterious, very mm-hmm. seductive into something that, you know, they're just proud of, mm-hmm. which I think the companies like Pure Romance and companies that reach out to the public and reach out to people to really have these open conversations. Those are the things that are driving people to speak up. You know what I mean? Exactly. I love it. And I, I'm also really digging this tea. I just thought I'd add it's that. It's so good. Yes. It's, it's very so tangy. Good. It has that tang. Oh, beautiful. Okay. Tang. Yes. It's, it's all about the tang. It's about it's that tang. tang. <laughs> we know what? We have uh, tangy flavored lubricants too. So if you ever Ooh. wanted to try any of those, we have a, a wide variety of things for you to try. I love that segue. That was okay. a great segue. That Thanks. really was. <laughs> nice So we, um, we were looking on the website and we noticed a lot of different products. Yes. Yeah, there, were, there were books, Man. lingerie, Pajamas. all sorts of stuff. There was lots of product, yeah, for sure. And I was, I was pretty uh, bath products too. Oh, yeah. And oh, our bath products, uh, our bathroom cosmetic products are actually, we sell 70% of our sales are from bath from products. That. Really? Yeah. So the Coogee cream, I'll talk about that because that's one of the biggest sellers that mm-hmm. we have. Um, it's for your Coogee, but also everywhere else on your body. Right. Um, it is a rash-free uh, uh, shave cream and it prevents redness and razor burn and stuff. You just put it on and then 60 mm-hmm. seconds you wait and then you shave it and then you shouldn't get any razor burn. Oh, wow. And can I even be used for people that wax too? Yes. So after you wax, you can just put it on there, leave it for uh, 60 seconds as well. Mm-hmm. And I'm mean, going to go less, uh, irritation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's some, there's a, one of my clients, she tried it on her daughter's hair her young daughter's hair because she had really bad split ends. And she said, I wish I'd been doing this the entire time. Really? Because it actually helped moisturize her child's hair. Ooh. Because mm-hmm. it actually wow. just thickens it up. And on the back of the bottle, it says you can use it as a leave-in conditioner. That I wonder how old that child is because that child forever is going to be like, Mom, I need some coochie cream. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's pretty awesome, actually. <laughs> and then the mother is probably just like, oh, it's this, I don't know what could, it's an it's, uh, Asian product. It's from Asia. I don't know what coochie well, is. Well, that's probably called it. So this one, the one she got was called Sweet Fantasy. So it's like a pineapple. Oh, okay. so like, hey, I need some of that Sweet Fantasy. All right. <laughs> I can get you some of that, girl. Here you that go. child is going to grow up and they're going to be like, I feel so ashamed for not knowing Parent, no, no, no. Parenting done right is yes. what I say. <laughs> because you know what? That child's going to get older and then the mom's going to say, yeah, so you can shave your coochie too. Yeah. <laughs> and she'll coochie. be like, do the benefits ever end? <laughs> Multi-purpose. Yes, I love it. But I love how you were talking about um, just the wide array of products that we have. Yeah. Uh, so we just did another product launch a couple weeks ago and I noticed that they were bringing in uh, a lot of new products for female to male uh, individuals. So we have a lot of packers is what they're called, which is, um, 
essentially dildos that are in the shape of penises that help women or men in the women's body uh, feel more like a male because they're able to have that weight and that mm. feeling in their pants. Um, they even have one where you can, it's called a, a stand and pee. I forgot exactly what it's called, but it's like a shiwi. It's kind of like a shiwi. Yeah, except, that's you awesome. know, it's not called a shiwi. You know what a shiwi is? <laughs> I feel like I've heard the term before, but I've never been like fully explained. I've been really wanting to get a shiwi. Well, it's where uh, you are able to leave it in your pants and when you're going to the restroom, it has a hole and stuff to where it looks like you're. Oh my gosh, really? Yes, it's actually really awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always wanted to get one for camping. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I feel like that just be so beneficial. <laughs> like, it'd just be so easy I, to go camping and instead of having a squat. So that that's that definitely one. something <laughs> that men have taken advantage of. Mm -hmm. Because we don't ever think about that part. Because women have to sit down when they're in the restroom. Yeah. Do you know how uh, the very first time I realized that? that the very first time I found that out, I was like, shit, in high school. <laughs> I had accidentally walked into the wrong bathroom and I was just like, there are no urinals here. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? My Jesus. What, why? See, and oh. I walked in and I was like, oh, there's a urinal in here. I'm the wrong bathroom. <laughs> Which I always wondered why they just didn't have all toilets. I guess it's more like economical to have guess, urinals. But you can quicker. pee in the, in but the, the toilet. But then again, I feel it's bad for guys because when you're going in there and the guy's in the stall, you know he's taking a shit. Yeah, that's, yeah that's true. <laughs> and people are judging. They're like, could you not wait until you got home? Also, I just feel like it's so weird when you walk into like the opposite sex's bathroom. For whatever reason, I always feel really awkward. The first time I did it, it was like a whole new world. Like, it was like really weird. And I was like, I don't know. It's just awkward. When I was in college, they had just started uh, doing... The unisex bathrooms? Yes, the unisex bathrooms. I think that's just so much better. They were in one of our uh, extracurricular buildings, one of like the club buildings in uh, the university that I had went to, uh, University of North Texas in mm -hmm. Den, and they had just started doing that. So this is back when like the LGBT rights movement really kind of mm -hmm. came into the point where they wanted to be outspoken and they wanted to be heard and all of this stuff. Little, little years. Little years back. <laughs> little years. <laughs> little years. They started doing WT too. Oh yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that all over the place now. But the very first time I ever went into one of those, I saw like a changing thing for the child. I saw the urinal. I saw the toilet. I saw See? like everything all in one. And I was just like, this is what we need to be yes. doing. So, okay. I'm, I'm varying us back onto topic. So we were talking about all the, the things that you have. You have jewelry. I saw that you had, a, that there's books on pure romance. Mm -hmm all this kinds of stuff. Um, what is the focus? So like, do y'all have like a main, y'all have a main message, but do y'all have a focus or do y'all really just try to sell all those products? Well, of course we're going to try to sell everything, but the point of having so many options is because you have so many people with their different niches. And I know that's one of the very first episodes y'all were talking about was your niches. Yes. So everyone has their different niches. And so we want to really be able to help everyone with what they are interested in. So some women are all about the beauty, uh, looking good, feeling good, smelling good. And other women are all like, Hey, I want this pleasure right now. I want all the vibrators. I want all the other pants. Um, and other take women are all like, of I my can't money. <laughs> take all of it. Uh, you were talking about the different sections. Uh, like, so lingerie, we have, yeah. um, the sexy lingerie. We also have like pajamas and that's part of our euphoria collection. Mm -hmm. Uh, the euphoria collection is a little high dollar. That's like the Mercedes Benz. Yes. I was noticing mm. that I, I was watching the, the commercial, um, and I was just like, I want those pajamas. You should, that's the one you showed me, right? Yes. Yeah. I was like, everything's just so luxurious looking. And oh, they're so I soft too. Am um, I at the party that I actually became a consultant with, uh, my upline, she had some with her and they are so soft. They're like wick infused too. So if you're like oh, a wow. sweater at night, I mean, this going to just whisk away all of that sweat. Wow. Yes. Excellent. Mm. Um, and then. So there's a lot of people that just want it all and some people that just want one little thing. So I have mm -hmm. some clients that all they buy from me is coochie. That's all they want. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay. And I have some clients that they just want uh, some of the chapstick that we have. Wow. Like, okay. Oh, I did see that on the website as well. I was just like, oh, I need to get some of this chapstick. <laughs> <laughs> there's all kinds of stuff on there. And I was very, I thought that was very neat. And uh, I feel like it will reach a wide variety of people, which yeah. I thought was very smart. Um, 
But also, if your message is for the betterment of women and for the more like open communication, like all of those different products, that's all another source of things to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Talking about cosmetics, how you feel on the outside, how you feel on the inside, like all of these different things. It's a great way to have a conversation with people. I also just feel like it's a nice, easy easy way in like if somebody's not really like i want to buy all the dildos if they want to be like "Mm, you know i'll buy this i'll buy a bullet we do have books that help discuss some of that stuff you know it's between the sheets that book that's right there kind of discuss a little Mm -hmm. bit more about Mm -hmm. relationships and some therapy that you can go through and it's just surprising like how much uh even during marriage in marriages you think that hey sex is going to be this one thing it's never going to change uh, whether y'all had sex before marriage or after marriage, uh, it's going to be like, okay, this is sex. You know, it gets boring. You know, I've been married for almost six years. Uh, I've been with my husband for over 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it will get boring. I mean, you can't sit there and have sex the same direction all the time and expect it to feel different. <laughs> be like, oh, this is exciting now. <laughs> be like, okay, one, two, three. Yep, he's done. Um, <laughs> So what you do is you're going to introduce different things into your relationship, depending on, you know, how your companion is going to react to those certain mm-hmm. things. Right. You have some individuals that are very outgoing. They're like, yeah, let's try some um, butt plugs and more anal massagers. That's what they're called. Anal massagers. Uh, let's try some anal massagers. Let's try some vibrators. Let's try some C-rings. Mm-hmm. C-rings are not cock rings. They're constriction rings, but they do go on your cock. So I understand them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so, and that's actually some new stuff that came out too. We have some new C rings that are coming out and I was really excited to see those cause I've had some clients that have been wanting them. Right. And mm-hmm. so now I can tell them, Hey, we have these now, uh, come get yours. And then there's individuals that, you know, they're really, really outgoing. And so we have sex wings, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, whips, chains, mm-hmm. some S and M kind of stuff. And, you know, just talk to your partner about little things. So you can talk to that person and say, Hey, you know, why don't we, uh, I'm thinking about getting this at this party. What do you think about that? You know, bring home the catalogs and mm-hmm. just show them what kind of things we have. It feels like it's a good exercise in communication, honestly, oh, like yeah. with a re- relationship, like not just, I mean, it is sex and people talk about sex all the time, but well, not all the time, but I mean, like in a relationship, mm-hmm. you'll talk about sex. I feel like that's a great though opportunity for good communication. It really is. Because I feel like if you have good communication in one spot in your life, that's going to kind of yeah, ripple. It will expand. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a, um, a good uh, good place to start. It Question a, mark. It sets a good example for how you want your relationship to sure. be, but also it's a topic that people find interesting. Mm-hmm. So even if it's Intriguing, a little, even. yeah, even if it's a little uncomfortable, it's something that you want to go over, like exactly. with your spouse or with your partner mm-hmm. or forever how long you've been with that person. It's one of the conversations that you ultimately yeah. will have to have. And communication right. is key. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, and the thing is, is if you can sit there and talk to your spouse or your companion um, about sex and it not turn into some huge awkward uh, silence or some huge argument, uh, then I think that your relationship is really going to do well. And if it is turning into those types of situations, that's where I come in. I mean, if you mm-hmm. need someone to kind of help buffer this communication between you and your spouse, I do couples uh, just with them two together so I can talk to the woman and then I can talk to the man and I can say hey where are y'all different on like, yeah because yeah. where can we more than likely it tends to be men are less uh, outgoing than mm-hmm. women are mm-hmm. um, and I you know I'm t- talking about you know just male woman but you know women women male male all the same thing they all have different communication styles but especially between women and men because men are meant have this believe that they're supposed to be super strong um there's nothing wrong with them and if there is something wrong with them then oh my god i don't even want to do it anymore right you Mm -hmm. know or they overcompensate and i was talking to this uh with one of my co-workers and they overcompensate and said okay well i'm gonna do everything Mm -hmm. do all of it all at once and you're just like i don't know what you're doing but please stop (laughs) (laughs) this is a topic that i did want to bring up because i feel like with these companies specifically there are certain men who find it intimidating so what would you say to a husband or a partner or a boyfriend who would think to themselves why does my partner want to buy all of these trinkets and toys and gadgets and gizmos when i am right here Mm mm-hmm It's a little bit intimidating for most men because that makes them feel like maybe they're not enough 
or maybe they have this, uh, maybe they're self-conscious or anything like that. So what kind of conversations do you have with those men? What kind of things would you say to not only open the conversation, mm -hmm. but to ease their mind about the full purpose of this company, I suppose? So the very first thing that I would say, if I had already spoken to the woman and she's already telling me all these different things that she wants and her husband comes in and he's like, why? Why do yeah. you need all of this? You know, and the very first thing he's thinking of himself is his little man too small. <laughs> um, is it shaped weird? Is it too big? You know, because that is an issue too if it's too big. Um, but I would just tell him, look, it's not anything that you are or are not doing because women's bodies are so much different than men because all of the sensory um, organs for a man, except for the prostate, is going to be on the outside. Mm -hmm. And for women, it's on the inside. Yeah. And so I would tell him that, first of all, it has nothing to do with how you're performing. Right. You know, um, it may just be that she takes longer and it could just be that, that maybe they're just needing a little bit more foreplay. Yeah. You know, and that's what a lot of these toys do is it just creates opportunity for four right mm -hmm. prolonging that experience so exactly. that maybe she gets a little more from it right and so and if nothing else i mean the way he can look at it is i mean she really just wants to spend more time with him mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. because if you do increase the foreplay you increase that amount of time of intimacy that you have with your partner yeah and if you are trying to climax and it's just not working properly you know some women need that extra agitation almost yeah. in order to get to that point mm -hmm. um and if it's a matter of size issue you know we can do something with that as well where she's not able to climax because maybe he is a little bit underwhelming underneath the pants but um that's why we have dildos we have vibrators we have uh, topical vibrators, internal vibrators, anything that is going to be able to stimulate that woman a little bit better. Right. And right. he can still get that pleasure of knowing that he's the one doing it. So if he's the one that's handling these products mm. to his woman instead of just, you know, having her do it uh, in the bedroom by herself. Yeah. Because a lot of them think that it's going to end up being her in either the closet or the room while he's gone almost like yeah. a mistress like if, you, <laughs> like if you buy all of these things what do you need me for yes yeah be like well i guess you're just going to be using these all while i'm at work or something but that's right. not the case at all most of the time these women want to use it with their right partner. with the significant mm -hmm. other mm. and they want to be able to engage them uh, a longer amount of time you know and especially I, I keep talking about the woman's anatomy because it is so much different mm -hmm. and every woman is different. You know, we have different clitoral sizes. We have different labia. Uh, we have the, um, different spots where G spots are. Some men can get to it. Some men can't mm -hmm. depending on the shape and size of their penis. Um, and then we have women that have shallow vaginas and so they can't take all of a man. So then the right. man is going to end up being a, a little, you know, under, Whelmed as well because he right. can't get the full sensation of the full shaft. Yeah. So we offer products as well that you can use in addition to that. Mm. And so that way you're not hurting the woman because obviously she can't handle all that. Um, but you're also not taking away all the mm -hmm. sensations that he can have. Right. I yeah. have, I have heard about those kind of things, things that either will help you or will help open the conversation to, you know what, these are the problems we're having. There are solutions to these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that that's, um, a good conversation for you and your significant other to have. But I think it's great that y'all, uh, supply like almost like a therapy kind of like couples counseling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It really is. I mean, there's a lot of people that just don't want to have a hard enough time talking about it between themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk about it with other people. Okay. So, um, we've kind of touched on it a couple of times. Uh, you keep talking about host parties and you even have, I didn't realize that you had like individual little, um, customers that you kind of, you, uh, I guess one-to-ones kind of thing. I was, was thinking mostly you do host parties, but tell us about host parties. Like what exactly is that? What's involved in that? How do you, if somebody wanted to have a host party, how would you go about doing that? Yeah, the process. Uh, well, if they want to host a party, so say that you want to um, have a girls' night, uh, Valentine's Day is coming up, so yes. there's a lot of people that are wanting to have some intimate parties, uh, you can either give me a call. Uh, it's 806-544-9968. Uh, it's 806-544-9968. We will also have all of that contact information in the description as always. Mm -hmm. So if you ever need to get a hold of any of us, get a hold of Tony, all of her contact information will be readily available. 
And so as soon as you give me a call, we can set up a date and time that'll be working really well for you. Um, I prefer to have about six other women there besides yourself, uh, but I can do a party with three people. Okay. You know, it's just a matter of having fun. I, we do, again, one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually go into that person's home. If that's not a capability, then just let me know and I can probably set something up in my own house mm-hmm. if you'd like. I have a pretty... De- uh, not a huge house, but I have a pretty decent sized house where we right. can have uh, quite a few people. Now you are based here in Amarillo. Yes, I am in Amarillo. Um, I do commute to Lubbock. Uh, I do have family down, family down there, so if I need to go down there, I can. Mm-hmm. And I also, can, of course, go to Canyon and some of the surrounding areas mm-hmm. if you'd like. And it's just, you know, a lot of fun. We get a lot of girls coming over here. Now, one of the questions that a lot of people got get is can men come to the parties right and men cannot come to the parties it's a company policy yes it's a company policy and it's also texas state law that i'm not allowed to show toys to men because it's considered solicitation i did not know that really that is oh my god yes that kind of answers one of my other questions because i was noticing that the website and everything is very woman based Mm -hmm. it's very much about the woman and her pleasure, and it has men's stuff too, but yeah. mainly I feel like a large portion is women. But that makes sense if y'all can't necessarily solicit, do yeah. host parties with yes. men. I had no idea. I had no idea either. Do y'all not have men um, that do the what you do? Do you have men? Uh, not uh, that I've heard of, not that I've seen. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to as far as that goes. But um, again, it's just where women are more comfortable I with being yeah, shown things with <laughs> women and plus women know the issues of other women it's hard for a man to come in and you tell a man i can't find my g-spot and he's like well you see i hear it's here and then you would hate if he says i'll show you oh yeah i mean like i can only imagine a guy standing in front of a whole bunch of other guys and him just saying all right guys we're gonna look at some dicks (laughs) i feel like these are anal massagers so what you do is you want to make sure you have a good base on the <laughs> so that way it doesn't go up in there. Yep. We don't want a light bulb situation. Joe, I'm talking to you, man. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was very interesting that it wasn't, but that makes so much sense that it wouldn't be very male, that not very much male presence. Yeah, a male yeah. presence would be on that website or in most of the stuff that I see. Yeah. But I, just th- I thought that that was interesting, mm-hmm. but I did not know that. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in the state of Texas, from my understanding, it's just the state of Texas. Yes. I'm sure it's in other states, but it is considered solicitation because you're sitting there, you're handling um, objects that look like the male anatomy. Yeah. You know, you can foresee how that can be misconstrued as solicitation. Yeah. Actually, I don't understand it at all, but whatever. It's just me. Um, well, I can see, like, if a man is in the party with women where it might seem threatening. Yeah. Yes. Maybe a little to women, maybe who are um, not wanting them there. And right. if you have them part of the party, it's like... Well, I can, I can just imagine, like, a situation where a woman brings her husband, and then they're talking about all these things, and then the woman just says something. Just like, <laughs> see, Tom, this is what I've been talking about and, the whole time. <laughs> see, and it's all about getting you know what I mean? About stuff. Yeah. yeah. See, Tom, I told you you weren't the only one. And then he's just like, listen, Linda. <laughs> listen. We're fine. Why do we always have it as Linda? <laughs> because Linda's a bitch. Poor Linda's of the world. <laughs> I had a an ex-employee of mine. Her name is Linda. And every time I see her, I'd be like, listen, Linda. She's like, shut up. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> She really does. She really hates it. And I love torturing her with it. She's a really great person. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's all about being comfortable. So usually a lot of women, I mean, it could be women that have been battered by men because you don't know their backgrounds. Right. You just know that there's going to be women in this house, in this household. They don't want to have men there. And of course you don't want to have children there either. Sure. So um, <laughs> if you do book a party with me, please make sure at the time that we have designated for me to be there, that the children and men are gone. Cause I cannot set up anything until, uh, until, until they are gone. gone. I can't can't even set up my beauty products mm. uh, because it has a pure romance and that is considered uh, an adult store. So uh, we can't even, I can't put my coochie out when there's <laughs> kids out. So yep. <laughs> make sure I'm able to put my coochie out. That right? should be a t-shirt. That should, yeah, that should be like your warning label. Yes. Well, like, my coochie <laughs> does smell better than yours. So <laughs> I love it. Well, now I'm giving out my jokes on this podcast. <laughs> People will know now. Mm-hmm. But it is. It's very women-oriented because um, there's not a lot of talk about women's 
sexual mm-hmm. health. You know, it's all about men's sexual health. Yes. Oh, make sure that you're getting your prostate checked. Well, what about women? Make sure you're doing your they do the breast exam. tissue and things like that. But they don't really push a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, you know, cancer screenings, things like that that can happen. So there is a foundation that the owner of Pure Romance actually started called the Patty Brisbane Foundation and it really does it helps focus on women's sexual health. There's information on there on how to uh, detect certain issues that might be coming up. So if you're like, hey, I have a lump here mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. it's getting kind of uncomfortable for me to sit on the bathroom, it kind of tells you a little bit about those different scenarios and what you need to worry about and what you don't need to worry about. Right. Yeah. And there's also like grant abilities too. So for women that do have cancer and they're not able to like pay to help have some of the medications that they need. I mean, they have grants and stuff for the Patty Brisbane Foundation, right. which is really excellent for her to do. Yes, I think. that's very <laughs> cool. I, I like that they, there's like a bunch of aspects that this company covers mm-hmm. when it comes to sexual health in general. I think uh, it's very impressive. Yes. And very just involved. Like, so um, no shame. Yeah. Just Well, and there shouldn't be. Yeah. So I think that that's very cool. Um, my last question, you might have more, mm-hmm. Alex, um, and you might have more to say, and that's just fine. Uh, but my last question is about what your definition of sexual health is, just in general. Like, what is sexual health for people who are like, I don't really know what sexual health is. like. Okay, well, I think sexual health can be two parts. So you have the... Um, the emotional sexual health, and then you have the physical sexual health. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have the ones that you're needing to go to the doctor every year, get your pap smear, right? make sure you're documenting uh, any kind of lumps and stuff on your breast. So that's sexual health. You want to make sure that you're using even products that are like pH balance, you know, so that way you're less inclined to get any kind of yeast infections. Yes. Uh, make sure you're using the right lubricant when you're cleaning your toys, um, that you're using the right cleaner for those things. Mm-hmm. So that way you're not going to get infections because you're not using the right products for the right things. Right. Um, and then you have your emotional sexual health, you know, cause you don't want to sit there and say, uh, well, I can't orgasm. So clearly it's my fault. Right. You know, cause a lot of women internalize that feeling mm. It's like, well, I mean, well that sucks that I can't do it. There must be something wrong with me. He gets off every time. Um, but a lot of women, you know, they do internalize that, that doubt and the sexual health. If there is something wrong sexually, they don't want to go, treat it mm-hmm. and that's the biggest thing go treat whatever it is that might be ailing you no matter how intimidating it is mm-hmm. okay if you have a cyst down there go to the doctor yeah. and get some antibiotics yeah. okay don't sit there and, and rough your way through it yeah you know because that can cause because of shame infections. and mm-hmm. things yeah. and that's such a big thing too i feel like where people are so ashamed of whether or not they think they it's their fault that they have that or because you know they feel like they've been sleeping around too much or whatever um, there's so much shame embedded in sex that people will prolong discomfort mm-hmm. just because they feel so ashamed about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, and monogamy is something that a lot of people push for. But honestly, if you look at us on the animal side of it, we're not really meant to be a monogamous individual. Right. You know, uh, there's a lots of different people. And you have a, a lot of people that are um, extremely sexually active. I have friends that have never had sex, and I have friends that have sex with a different guy every week. So, I mean, it's whoever you are as a person. Yeah. Just own it. You know? That's one of the questions that I wanted to get into. I think the last thing that I have to say as well. Um, so, you were speaking a little bit about bringing things into the relationship, spicing it up. Have you ever found that there are people who want to spice it up by bringing in another person? I know that um, generational trends occur. We're all aware of those things. And as of now, a lot of people are getting more and more open to the idea of sharing their sexual relationships with other people. So has that played an uh, impact into people's sexual health? Do you find that any people who are more open-minded in that regard, have any less type of sexual health problems or any more type of sexual health problems? Well, see, uh, I don't think that, of course, the more partners that you take on, the more likely it is that you're going to end up getting a sexually transmitted disease of some sort Mm -hmm. or um, just because it's sheer numbers, you know, but that doesn't mean that you can't be safe. 
you know, there's condoms for a reason. There are uh, birth control pills for unwanted pregnancies. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the biggest thing. If you are going to be bringing in another person to your relationship, you need to make sure, number one, that your partner is okay with it. Right. You know, because there's some partners that are like, yeah, cool. You go and have your other little mini relationship over here and then we'll have our relationship or they want to bring an entire relationship together or they just want to, you know, have sex with different people every day. Sometimes women, sometimes men. It just kind of depends on what their preferences are. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you just want to make sure that it's okay for them. Again, it comes back to the communication. Yeah. Make sure that uh, they understand what the boundaries are of it as well. So, and that other person that's coming in understands the boundaries between the relationship. Mm -hmm. So if you are bringing in Joe, because Joe's been a big guy for me this week. Um, <laughs> so if you're bringing in Joe and say, hey, Joe, uh, we would like to, you know, invite you into our bedroom. Make sure you sit Joe down with both of y'all and y'all understand, mm-hmm. look, I don't want you doing this. Okay. And I don't want you doing this. Mm-hmm. Everything else is okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Something like that. Kind of like having a safe word, mm-hmm. but pre safe word preemptive Preemptive safe words um just have like a rule book get it down i don't think that it's going to cause any more sexual health discomfort um than having just a single monogamous relationship so i mean it really is just dependent on how you handle it and the couple and i also again i feel like that still strengthens like a good base for communication yeah because he to feel comfortable enough bringing somebody else into your room, you've got to have g- good communication about yeah. it, or else that's just going to fall, like, flat on your face. I mean, I feel like it's much more healthy to have that kind of conversation and bring somebody into the relationship than do it behind their back and have that sexual relationship <laughs> with that other person just by themselves. Exactly. Like, if you're... If, if you... Like, it sounds really weird to say, but if you love somebody, you're going to let them in on it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. And sometimes it's not about love. It's just about physical. Yeah, I was about to say. You know. yeah. uh, but if, as far as relationships go, yeah, it's about trust yeah. is the biggest thing is you don't want to go behind someone's back and then, you know, not expect them to be angry about it. Yeah. You know, even if they would have been okay with having that other person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, if you're at all dissatisfied with any aspect of your relationship, you need to talk about it. Yeah. And you need to be comfortable enough to talk about it. I think the hardest things for people to talk about is money and sex. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you can talk about sex, I think you can start talking about money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like it'd be weird if it's the other way. Like, if it's like, like people are more comfortable talking about sex and then they're like, money, they're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no we no. can't talk about money now. <laughs> no. Sex, though, is fine. <laughs> Why sex. haven't you bought a new air conditioner? Ours has been broken for like three months. Well, that's because you don't put out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you don't have a big enough dick. (laughs) And people are comfortable with that. Yes. Which is good. It's like, uh, I thank you for letting me know that I am inadequate. (laughs) (laughs) Be like, yes, you're inadequate in the bedroom and on paper. This is is where we say... That we're a little too good at communicating. <laughs> we could communicate less, is yes. what I would say at that point. Yeah, we could we could not talk about this. Let's, yeah, tone down on the communication. Just joking. Communication's great. We like communication. We do. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else? I think that's it for me. Do you have anything else? No, you know, I think we got everything pretty squared away. We do. Just make sure that you um, always communicate with your partners. Mm-hmm. Make sure that uh, if you do want to have a party, that you get a hold of me. If you want to join my team, you get a hold of me. I think that sounds so fun. Uh, oh, like yeah. the host pe- parties. I feel like that sounds I feel like, like I'm going to be hosting a party for you soon. <laughs> I feel like that's a good idea. I love that. Well, you she can't is be there, though. Ma- oh, I can't. I um, she's getting married soon, I coming am. up in October. In October, yeah. Oh my and goodness, and that would be a really like fun kind of like little thing to have, like maybe with your mom and with. Um, I'm very comfortable with my mother. If Excellent. you haven't noticed that, yeah. And that, I, that's the only other person I can think of. It's really fun, especially for bachelorette parties. I've done those before. Uh-huh. And um, I wore a tiara on my wedding day, and so I bring my tiara with me. Oh, like that's like, cute. Wear it. And it's, it's you know, it's kind of old, but it's still just, I had a, I have a successful marriage. I feel like it's going to help. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Other people just by, you know, touching it throughout the <laughs> Put that energy on <laughs> Lay on hands. I'm a big believer in good juju, so I'm good yeah. at that. Excellent. Good Very juju cool. and good tea. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of the above. Okay. Well, um, 
since that's it, we're going to move on to our next segment. Brewing something bitter. Well, special guest of the evening, Mrs. Tucker, we will allow you to tell us so graciously, um, what makes you bitter? Um, so I was discussing this with you a little bit earlier and now I have two bitters, so can I tell you that? <laughs> yes, you can tell me <laughs> <you that. laughs> Excellent. Um, because of something that happened at work, but, uh, not pure romance, by the way. So the first one is just, of course, communication, lack of communication. It really, really angers me to a mm-hmm. point of like, I get super red in the face, like when I get hot, like mm-hmm. now. So I'm kind of red guys, just, <laughs> it's okay. um, I but, thought it was your natural glow. Yes. I'm so beautiful. <laughs> I look like a raspberry. She constantly <laughs> just is angry. A beautiful uh, raspberry. <laughs> um, but really it's just lack of communication. And I think that's one of the things that kind of brings me to my second kind of bitter is I was at work and, um, some people purposely didn't do things at work mm-hmm. and that just makes me so mad. I'm me like, who too. do you think you are? Who do you think <laughs> that you? You can just get away with not only not doing the things you're supposed to do, but then brag about the fact that you didn't do it because you weren't going to do it because everyone else makes you mad. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, good job. I yeah. feel like everybody has. But one you know of those what? People, I'm a very forgiving person, so I'm still gonna make them cupcakes. Oh, <laughs> how Texas of you! I know. Well, I do have that southern charm. I have to say, that's such a southern thing. It is. It I really hate is. you, so I'll bake for you. Yeah. I hope you get fat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're like happy to kill them. Like you're just like, I'll kill you with a smile. Just Here, like, do you have diabetes? Here's a cupcake. <laughs> okay, so my bitter is not very sexy. Oh. Um, my bitter is that I think I'm lactose intolerant. Oh my gosh, I cannot. Okay, my bitter is that I'm lactose intolerant. Really? Yes, the most Look unsexy thing it's to do. It's so unsexy. Uh, I was wondering what the smell was in here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I thought it was the passion. Shade. Okay. Shade. <laughs> Now, yeah, I just, I was eating, like, the past three or four days, like, my stomach has been in cramps and, like, terrible, Mm. and then I was going back and thinking about what I've been eating, and I had, like, a pasta with a cream sauce, and then I had, like, this really heavy cream soup, and then I had, like, all of, like, nachos, cheese, all over it, and I was just like, I think I'm lactose intolerant. Mm-hmm. And it makes me so sick. Well, that much dairy, you might be making yourself like Maybe so. Cup. That's true. Uh, it was I, a struggle. I know that I'm lactose intolerant. And yet and you eat I, so yeah, much I, I do. But see, here's the thing. So I've been on this diet, right, since November, where I completely cut out all dairy. Because that's the main source of fat in the things that I eat just regularly. I love dairy. So I cut out all dairy. I have it Which occasionally. Which almost makes you vegan. Almost. So close. If I didn't eat eggs, eggs. I would be a vegan. I know. But, um, so I cut out all dairy and I've lost a significant amount of weight. I'm down, I think, since November 25 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm doing really well. But for work. Look at that fine we, body. Hey. hey. <laughs> so for work, we had this potluck and I made queso. It was just a cheese dip, is what it was. And in my Which is case, what queso is. I mean, it's like, for, for those of you who don't know what In case you are unaware. <laughs> <laughs> like our Britain, our one British listener. Our one British listener and the, those three people the in three Germany. <laughs> Do you mean fondue? No. No, no it's that's fondant. Not, that's not what it is. <laughs> oh, goodness. So um, I put milk in my queso. Because that's part of my recipe. And every single time I make it, I make it the exact same way. I didn't have any of the queso, but I still had like a good couple of, I don't I want to say maybe a few cups of milk left in the fridge after I made my queso. And I didn't want it to go to waste. So what did I do? You drank it. I drank the milk. You chugged it, didn't oh, you? Oh, y- yes. <laughs> I did. I did. Oh my gosh. I regretted it for the next like two to three days. Because it's one thing to put, like, dairy in your diet and be lactose intolerant because, I mean, you can handle it. But to go without dairy for however many months it has and then all of a sudden chug half a gallon of milk. You should have slowly drank it with milk's favorite cookie that has no milk in it. Oreos. Oreos. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious to me that Oreos are dairy-free, but they're milk's favorite cookie. It literally says it on the package. It's so funny. Hilarious. Well, it knew it was missing something. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, we need a little something here. Milk. 
Let's move on from the things that make us bitter, bitter about the world. Meredith, my dear. Alex. Yes. Tony. Yes. What's sweet this week? Oh, I know. And it, I get so blushed with him. I love him so much. My husband. Oh, that's so, disgusting. <laughs> okay, so the whole queso thing, my husband came home that day because he works with Alex. And he said, that was some freaking good queso that came from oh. <laughs> He's like, I'm so surprised. He was like, but he said it was really good. Oh, so we, uh, I had brought chips, right? And he was just like, how many calories do the chips have? And I was just like, uh, cause he's also on a diet mm-hmm. as of recently. He's been uh, doing very well on his diet. And he was just like, this, uh, this is too much, too many carbs. And I was just like, okay, well, this is just cheese. And so he, was he just like, spoonfuls of well, it. Well, he had a sandwich, and he got some of the, the queso, and he dipped his sandwich oh, in it. And nice. he was just like, Very this creative. is so good. <laughs> He's been doing really well on that diet, for sure. Mm-hmm. I've totally been cheating today. I was like, you know what? I want sushi today. There's rice in that. It's fine. <laughs> and then someone brought donuts, and I'm like, I'm going to have a cinnamon twist. It's fine. And it's tea time. I'm like, I'm going to get an Arnold Palmer. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right to have a cheat bed. day. Well, you know, I'm saying that it's okay for this because my husband's having one slice of the strawberry cake that I made for his dad. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, so I could like binge all that I want. Yeah. Um, no, but my husband is really, really just a fantastic guy and I just oh. want to thank him on the podcast for just always being so wonderful oh. to me. Well, that's stinking sweet. I know. I that's love it. Sweet. You hate it, don't you? No, I love it. Be I kind it. of do, but yeah. you know, I'm not. I have one of those. Not a husband, but soon. I yeah. don't have one of those. I know. <laughs> but you know what? If you look at my book, I have things that can, you know, help you with that. <laughs> That's my saying. It's like no matter what your issue is, it's like I can help with that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. That's great. That's awesome. <laughs> so many different audiences. <laughs> All right, Alex. My sweet for this week is this fucking tea. This is so good. It was so passion. I'll give you one of the uh, Tony. I'll give you one of the bags, and you could take it home with you and try it. It's so good. You might want sugar if you like sweeter teas and things like that, but it's delicious. And I don't normally put brown sugar in my tea, but this is really, really good. You put brown sugar. I've never heard of putting brown sugar in tea. He okay. (laughs) So earlier, um, last week. Oh, I'm sorry. Last week, uh, he he explained to our listeners that he can't have white sugar. So he's been putting brown sugar in his tea. Brown sugar is just as bad as white sugar. but Yeah, it just has molasses in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he's all, oh, no, it's better. It's brown. So it's better? Yeah. That's a little racist. I was about to say. <laughs> How racist is that? I am... As I guess part it's more of prejudiced my, than racist. As, <laughs> as, as, as part of my diet, I've cut out processed foods processed okay. products things that have been bleached but brown so, sugar is so I know. <laughs> shut up i'm sorry so um i don't have white carbs white uh, flour white anything like that so uh meredith had asked me she was like do you want sugar for your tea and i was just like yes <laughs> i don't care it's brown sugar okay it is brown it's okay for my diet at least you're like the opposite of like a racist. Like it's not like you're walking around saying like if it ain't white, it ain't right or something like that. I don't know. He's calling himself brown sugar. So brown sugar. That's you what he what? says when he kisses people. Oh my gosh, brown sugar is an amazing drag name. <gasps> I should it call myself is. brown sugar. Oh my gosh, you. No, so no, I should call myself brown sugar. Sugar. Yeah. And then your your intro song will be the brown sugar. That song. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's like a, a classic rock song. That would be awesome, right? Oh. I've never heard that song, but I'm gonna go YouTube this whenever I get in the car. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Meredith, my dear. Yeah. What is your sweet? Okay. So a lot of people know this if you listen to this podcast often. If you don't, you might not know this. Um, I try to live a very eco-friendly life. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, I recently invested in this popcorn popper that I put over here so that the people in this room would know what I'm talking about. But it's <laughs> basically, it looks like a glass teapot, and it has a little lid on top, and you put the, co- the popcorn um, kernels in it, and you microwave it, and it pops your popcorn. 
So that you don't have to dispose of, of the paper bags. Oh my god. I am so happy about it. It makes me really happy. I know that you're annoyed with me, but that's okay. I can live with that. But um, I have this thing where I don't buy a lot of plastic. And uh, each one of those bags is wrapped individually in plastic. It drives me crazy. So I got this because Russell cannot fathom the idea of doing popcorn in the pot on uh, on the uh, stove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah. Um, so I found a microwavable option mm-hmm. so that it's really easy. You can just pour the yeah. kernels in there. And then it has little slits in the top of the thing. Mm-hmm. You put a pat of butter on it and the butter melts into the popcorn. My life has been made. I'm not going to lie. It's really, really cute. It is. It's like it's red. It's adorable. And... Uh, it is really cute. It's my favorite thing this week. <laughs> She's so environmentally friendly that she avoids buying it, actual bags of tea. It hurt me to buy that. Because they are lined with plastic. They are, or they would disintegrate. Oh, yeah, that's true. So um, we prefer loose leaf tea already as it is. But whenever we're in the grocery store and I'm just like, hey, we should get this tea. And she's just like, no, we should not. And I'm just purely, like, oh, fuck. I purely got this because we could not find a the passion fruit tea that we got for this episode. She we was could looking. not find a loose leaf tea <laughs> she, she, that had anything to do with passion or love. I actually found one that was called Chai Love and they were out. <laughs> Fuck mm-hmm. those guys. How dare they? I was did mad. they not know that we were doing this podcast today? They didn't. <laughs> and I was like, how dare you? So rude. Have you never heard of Tea Time with Bitter and Sweet? I thought that your calendars were all linked up together. <laughs> they should support local businesses. They should. Indeed. I totally agree. Businesses that have no profit. We, we have nothing. <laughs> no, you we... profit on uh, camaraderie. Yes. We do. Our payment is camaraderie. So that is a good conclusion for yeah. our episode for today. Now we do have our very special guest, Tony Tucker. We are so, so happy for you to come down and join us. Thank you for having me. I was super excited to talk to you all about it today. <laughs> awesome. So if anybody would ever like to get a hold of Tony for any of her business um, or any of her parties, any questions if you have anything that you want to talk about you know get a hold of her all of her contact information will be in the description phone number possible email everything you know now as far as bitter and sweet go we will also have our social media links in the description as well we shall if you want to get a hold of us and talk to us about dicks you know I'm okay with that. I was like, I could take it or leave it really I'll listen to you that's what she said take it or leave it (laughs) Anyway, so... You will um, take all of my products. <laughs> uh, thank you, thank you, beautiful listeners, people of the world, for tuning in with us today. And uh, until next episode, beautiful farewells, everybody. Bye! Bye.